Hi, I'm Tom Savini, and you're watching Without Your Head. But why? the station of decapitation without your head. I'm Nasty Neal. That would make me terrible, drunk. I'm Tetris Trista. And we're joined by horror effects makeup artist Julia Hapney. We need a Janie. Welcome. Welcome. Hi. Good to have you back. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yes. And I love the background as both of us are all yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> What's the story with the background? For uh, That's your logo. Yes, um, I have a company. It's called Abreaction Effects. Um, Abreaction means expressing repressed emotion through art. So it's a psychoanalytical term. Um, basically, I love cats. So I hired one of my friends, Tom Foolery, to create this amazing logo for me, which is my suicide cat. <laughs> it's very cute. Mm-hmm. It's I love it because then you have the cat ears behind you. So yeah. it looks, yeah. <laughs> and Troy was not here for you to do. Uh, neither of us noticed, but Troy noticed right away without even. Oh. Very good. Yep. So, um, what's your background in makeup? Like, how did you get involved? Um, I've been a horror movie fan my whole life. Um, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease when I was nine, so I was sick and home from school a lot, and watched a lot of movies and TV, and just fell in love with the genre. Um, as far as makeup goes, I actually, when I graduated high school, I went to Marietta College for a couple of years, where I was majoring in biology, minoring in chemistry. And I always wanted to be a medical marine biologist and study sharks. But while I was in college, I realized that um, filmmaking was a job. And I took out a $55,000 loan, um, moved to California, and enrolled in the Los Angeles Film School. And after about, I think, like six months, I dropped out of film school and enrolled in makeup school because I didn't realize that makeup effects was a job. And so I just never put it together until film school. I was like, wait, the director doesn't do everything? Because in my mind, I just had no idea. And so yeah. once I realized it was a job, I was like, there I go. That's for me. <laughs> so um, you mentioned um, uh, when you're young, you, you, were, you were sick and then you started watching horror movies. What was it about the horror movies that interested you? Um, probably like seeing people like overcome pain and overcome like a problem. Like there's a lot of people talk about how like horror movies can be negative, but on the flip side, they can be so positive. Like just the idea of a final girl. Like, this is somebody who goes through everything and comes out on top. She beats all the bad guys and all the monsters. And so kind of like watching that and having that, I guess, drive to survive, like gave me drive to survive. And also mentally, like, you know, if I'm watching a horror movie and I'm fully invested in what's going on, I'm not thinking about my stomach hurting. And so it just it totally worked for me. (laughs) My savior. Yeah. What were some of the, the ones that really stuck with you at an early age? It. The original It with Tim Curry. Basically everything Tim Curry. In my opinion, he is the most absolute actor of all time. Just hands down, no competition. He wins. <laughs> what was it about It? Was um, it him. primarily? or the yeah. whole Well, I mean, the whole thing with the kids, because uh, I was nine and, you know, they're nine. So we were in like the same kind of age group. And just, I don't know, um, he, the fact that he can get you if you if you don't or if you he can get you if you believe and he can half get you if you half believe and he can't get you if you don't believe like you know you're like don't believe don't believe don't believe and you're like oh shit i believe i might see him you know it was just a beautiful beautiful movie yeah. and i showed it to all the kids in the neighborhood like we started a movie club i feel like everybody that went to belbury with me um in belbury ohio growing up like they saw it at my house like every single one of them yeah. 10 times <laughs> or more were your, parents, were your parents cool if you watching horror movies hundred percent cool. If anything, my mom is a super big horror fan. And so the part of the reason I got into it was because that's what she rented. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, similar to me, uh, Troy and I, mom's a big horror fan. I, we try to get her on the show. Hopefully that works out at some point. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mom, the very first drive through I went to was Night of the Living Dead, and she took me. And it's kind of funny because she thought it was going to be three in the mall. And she was like, oh, it's in this mall. And then we get there. And she's like, this isn't the one I thought it was. And it was like, oh, this is amazing. And yeah. I had to have been, I, I don't know, probably like fourth grade, maybe fifth grade. Pretty little. But that was my first drive-in. <laughs> I, I've said, I've told this story before on the show. That's the first memory I have at the drive-in and seeing Night of the Living Dead with my mom. <laughs> yeah. I was a very young and the, the scene, I was, I was kind of upset. And then uh, when they, cause I was like five or six and the, and the car blows up and they start eating everybody, the <laughs> truck, the pickup truck. And my mom said, don't worry. It's just a barbecue. And then I was fine. <laughs> Love it. She's yeah. amazing. Your mom and my mom should be friends. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I noticed that she uh, commented on the interview. So uh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> She's watching at home. Hi mom. Yeah. Thank you for everything. <laughs> How about the other kids' parents? Were they cool with them all uh, watching it in, the, in horror movies with you? Some of them were. Some of them were not. If anything, um, I was reading Stephen King when I was in fourth grade, and my teacher, Mrs. Bartimus, let me read it in the Tag Talented and Gifted program class. And one of the parents complained that, like, why am I reading that book at school? And my mom had to come in. There was, like, this big thing. And then I wasn't allowed to bring the book to school only to the Tag class. It had to, like, stay in that class. Um, and, and it was Dolores Claiborne, which is probably, you know, a re- one of the really dark kind of inappropriate oh, yeah. ones, but, you know, with the rape and <laughs> all the other stuff. Like, I, I wasn't reading Salem's Lot. I was reading Dolores Claiborne, but it was right <laughs> when it was coming out and the movie hadn't come out yet. And so it was like I was reading the book before the movie came out. And I mean, probably the only reason I read it all is because of Stephen King. <laughs> like, that's what got me reading. <laughs> What's your favorite Stephen King book? Ooh. I mean, probably it because I've read it so many times, um, but also like Nightmare and Dreamscapes. I love that. Just yeah, like the, that's great. Yeah. The combination books. <laughs> I've been reading because I didn't read a lot of them when I was younger. So I've been catching up uh, since I walk a lot. I listen to them on, on the audiobooks. Salem's Lot's really good. Needful yeah, Things is one of my favorite. I like the movie of Needful Things, but I love the book. The book's so much yeah. Better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Salem's Lot. He's living gone. He's a great character. <laughs> uh Trista, do you have a question? Yeah, Julie, I know you're always working on a million things. Is there um anything you can tell us about your upcoming projects? Yes. Um I have a movie that is supposed to come out, I want to say March, and it's called Bloodthirst, and it was done by the Maha Brothers, shot here locally in Las Vegas. It stars uh Robert Lasardo and Tara Reed. And I basically turned them both into evil vampires. And it's a it's a vampire movie with lots of blood and lots of vampires. And it's really cool, too, because uh, Tara Reid was a vampire in Salem in the return to Salem's lot. And so she was oh, basically yeah. saying, um, you know, like, wow, this is so cool that I, this is me being a vampire again. And she actually posted on somewhere on social media, like a side by side of like the makeup I did on her and the makeup she had when she was a kid. And then I also did her costume for the movie. So if I want to go as Tara Reid's vampire character for Halloween, I, I have that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited about that for sure. <laughs> they make a lot of movies out in Vegas. Yeah, the Mahals, they do a lot, actually. They're gung-ho, and it's all horror. <laughs> so oh, no. can't complain about that at all. <laughs> uh, what was the decision to uh, to move to Vegas? Um, I want to buy a house here. And I just, I, I, as much as I love L.A. and I'll always love L.A., I just was done living there. Um, there's some things about L.A. that just don't make me feel as safe as they did 10 years ago. and now where I live in Las Vegas, I just feel really safe and I can afford things. My life's like 40% cheaper here. <laughs> oh, really? So that's great. And then even the space too, like here, I have a two bed, two bath with attached garage so I can like work in my garage. My second bedroom is a sewing room. So I just, it's just better. <laughs> yeah, I think most people think of Vegas and they just think of the casinos and, uh, but it's, it's no. not all. I mean, technically, I was at two different casinos yesterday working makeup for events, but I don't normally go to the casinos other than to work for events. Right. <laughs> Not playing slots or blackjack or. I maybe gamble $20 a month, if that, like not, not a big thing. Like I had a friend that was visiting and um, I think, what did I start with? I think I had $100 at the roulette table, but we played roulette like and craps like all night. So but I had like more money, you know, than I started with. And I like to gamble, but it's not, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make it here if I gambled a lot. Right, it's right. everywhere. You go yeah. to get gas station. It's like gamble here. You go, I mean, everywhere, but it's not really my thing. Yeah. It was <laughs> in Chicago too, oddly enough. It, Chicago had uh, like slot machines everywhere, even like uh, diners and stuff. They have like a yeah. little, 
with slobber. The grocery store, the gas station, like everywhere. It's crazy. But also we don't pay state income tax. And our roads, you're like driving on the roads and you're like, yeah, this is great. Like, I'm not even going to spill my drink, you know, like versus driving in LA. And it's like, boom, 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 boom. I pop a tire. Oh man, oh man. Like it's, it's just different. But I also love LA. You know, there's this culture in LA that you're not going to get anywhere else. But since I'm still there working every other week, I, I get to, I get to have that. Close enough that, yeah, it's not that far. <laughs> Good commute. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we, before we went live, we were talking a little bit about the interview that we did, uh, I think it was last week with uh, the Boulay brothers. So, uh, and I know you're a big fan of the Boulay brothers and the show Dragula. What is it about the show that, uh, that appeals to you? I mean, other than everything, um, <laughs> well, other than that, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's amazing. Like it's just so inspiring. Um, like each for people that haven't watched the show, like each um, episode has a challenge. And so, um, you have all of these different contestants and they all come from different backgrounds. And like one might be really good at like making their costume. The other might be like amazing at prosthetics, Victoria Black, Victoria Black. I mean, it, it, if I have a favorite, we're not going to say any names, but Victoria Black, Victoria Black. Um, but everybody's amazing on the show. And like, you'll see, you can see them just grow as an artist. And the reason they're growing as an artist, I feel is a lot because of what the Boulay brothers are advising them on. And so like, they'll say like, Oh, I really love this. I didn't like that. This works. That didn't work. And so I'm here like making a costume going, Oh wait, shit, I did that. Like, that's not going to work. You know, wait, I like that part. I'm going to add some of that in there. And so it's just unbelievably inspiring. And like Apora is one of my favorite um, Dahlia black. I love her too, but that's, yeah. I mean, they're all amazing like i just love the show i've probably seen every episode at least 30 times and i'll literally be like okay that was a good episode i'm going to rewind and rewatch and rewind and rewatch <laughs> it's just they're phenomenal for anybody that likes horror like watch it you'll absolutely love it it's amazing and inspiring and upbeating and positive even though they kill everybody off at the end you know it's but we love that go killers <laughs> Yeah, I noticed like the the openings and then like uh, the elimination. They're like you know mini movies on their own. They could be short films as much. Oh, yeah. I know Troy's yeah. been a big fan for a long time. Yeah, you'll have to go back and and watch like the uh, the early seasons, Neil, because they have uh, you know they do that in every episode. So it's mm-hmm. and then the the first uh, episode of the season. That's when you get the really big. Uh, production thing going on well i really like this you know the first episode of this season and um i was uh i i didn't, I didn't expect the uh to be so gory the the oh. costumes that they make and yeah, they're really gory I th- oh yeah some of them are crazy sometimes you see like they'll do like a sexy version of a horror character and that i always kind of roll my eyes at this but the, yeah. these are like actually gory versions of, of the characters are very cool yeah, yeah some of them were brilliant too. I think this year, like, like um, one, yeah. yeah, and the xenomorph. I was like, this is pretty wild. The one from Coraline, I think, was my favorite. That one just blew my mind. I like the Leatherface, but yeah, yeah, the Leatherface was great too. Actually, they were all really good. Yeah, yeah, and I hear, hear through the grapevine that Julia may be making something at some time in the future here oh. that we'll have on the show. Yeah, I have an idea. I've got to do it. It's on my checklist. Got to check it off. Came up on the interview, so if you if people <laughs> maybe they could take a guess. Uh, Ah, in the chat room, what has been Julie's most challenging effect she has created so far? Most challenging, um, doing the face mount for. I so I did the face mount for uh, turn down for what? Like turn down for what? Do, 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 that music video. And so I life casted the guy and then I build up like six or seven different layers of stuff. Like I used um, like white chocolate Lindell balls for his eyeballs. And then I had a first layer of wax and a second layer of gelatin. And then I burnt it with a heat gun. Technically I had two heat guns, but then we kept losing power. So I could only have one heat gun. So for like three hours, I had the heat gun with the green screen around this prop and not like lower my arm or get it in the frame or get it in anything. And then it was like, use both arms and like trying to get it all to melt because it was like, I want to hit this part. So this part drips and hit this part and this part drips. And I had a jaw that I had in like basically had because uh, you build it from the outside in so that I had laid in there and I knew if I can melt it just right, like this jaw is going to fall off. And everybody was like, all right, like, we're done. I'm like, no, we're not done. It's going to fall. Like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And then finally I got it and everybody cheered and it was amazing. So that was really hard. I didn't yeah. expect it to take that long. I thought it was going to melt in like an hour. So like at the end of hour three, I was like, mm. 
that was tough. Is that part <laughs> of the fun though? Just uh, the problem solving, like figuring out like you know, how I'm going to make this. Yeah, but when everybody's around and the camera's rolling and everybody's kind of waiting, you're kind of you know like mm, I hope it goes faster. I want it to just go a little faster. Uh-huh. They don't. I don't want them to cut the effect. <laughs> Something yeah, like that is, but is that something you just like the create on on the uh, right there, or is this like a technique that's normally used? No, if anything, I have never done that before. Um, I got like a call from a friend who does art department, and he was basically saying like, "Hey, are you busy this week? Like, we don't have any money. It's super low budget, and we need it like tomorrow, or you know, we need you to come on set and life cast it tomorrow." And I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I want to do it." But it basically they wanted like the melt, like Indiana Jones. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. I want to do that so bad. And my mom happened to be in town. And I basically said, like, yeah, I'll do it. But only if I can bring my mom to set. And so mom came to set with me and watched me life cast this guy. And she, like, videoed me and took pictures of me life casting. And it was super cute. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> uh, AH also wants to know, uh, she believes that you won an award for that. Is that correct? Um, we were nominated for a bunch of awards. I personally didn't win, like, a Julia Hatney makeup award on that. But we were, like, uh, we got a Grammy. We were nominated for, like, Music Video of the Year. Um, it has like, I think a billion views now, like it's unbelievable the amount of awards and everything that it won. I mean, it won a bunch. I think it won, I think the directors, the Daniels, they won a bunch of awards on it. And then art department, I think won a bunch of awards, but it was like everywhere. And like for years, like every bar I would be in or wherever I was, that would come and I'd be like, I did the face mount in this, like, woo, you know, like so excited and pumped. No, this is my song. <laughs> when I listen to like punk rock and like, not really, that's not really my genre. So yeah. I'm not familiar with the song. I'm going to look it up after the show. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's you did a, a, a perfect rendition of it. It's crazy. Yeah. A billion views. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty wild. I noticed <laughs> you, did do a, you did sing a, an old jingle on your uh, Facebook the other day. Maybe it was like last week. I don't jingle was it log? Like song? It was like a jingle from your childhood, but I don't remember. I, I, log. I did, probably log. Yeah, the log song, yes. <laughs> I, was not, I was not familiar with this. You don't know Log from, from yeah. Blamo? No. <laughs> She's very disappointed. Yeah, Ren and Stimpy. Oh, oh, man. I think that's more Troy. <laughs> no, I'm, I was a Cartoon Network, not a Nickelodeon person. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I like both. You can like both. Okay. It's you can. Good. You can. You don't <laughs> see many people that do, though. Usually you're one or the other. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like if you like um, The Simpsons or... Family um, guy. Well, yeah, I, I was going to say not um, oh, with the kids. South, Neil, Park? Uh, South Park. Yeah, usually you're either a South, South Park, Park or a Simpsons person. I've actually never seen The Simpsons. People don't believe me, but I've actually never seen an episode. I don't know. I'm proud of it. I've just never seen it. What? But you watch South Park. Yeah, I'm a big South Park. Yeah, fan. South Park's amazing. Yeah. Team South Park. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only game I have on my phone. I have the South Park game. I also have Cribbage, but that's because I'm an old man. Uh, JL Discord, which is better, real? Uh, well, I thought they meant real blood, but I meant I think they mean like not uh, practical blood or CGI. Practical blood, I don't CGI. Think they mean blood. I hope they don't mean real blood. I don't know. No practical blood. Otherwise, I'd be out of a job. I'm not very good with computers. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a no-brainer, though. <laughs> I mean, uh, even just visually, that's that's one thing that never looks right. I think that or fire. Well, with the blood, though, it, like when something bleeds, like it's supposed to get everywhere, you know, it gets messy. Like now you have blood on you. Now you touch that. Now there's blood on them. Like it's a nightmare on set sometimes because it spreads like wildfire. But hey, that gives everybody <laughs> a job to get overtime and stuff, cleaning that up, keeping it, keep it on on point. Yeah. But it just it doesn't feel right because the actors didn't just get sprayed in the face. So yeah. they they're reacting as though someone went and now you just got sprayed in the face versus mm. and you actually got sprayed in the face. And they're like, oh, it's sticky. It's here. It's here. Oh, man. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's 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 a good message for the day. Uh, Tristan, do you have another question? Julie, we contributed essays to the same book, and I believe yours was about Puppet Master. So can you talk a little bit about Puppet Master and your love of Puppet Master? I can. <laughs> She's come so this is Blade. <laughs> this is, he's my favorite puppet from the Puppet Master series. Um, this is Pinhead. He's another of my favorites from the Puppet Master series. My two favorites as well. <laughs> um, I've been obsessed with that series since I was, can re- as far as I can remember, Um, I've always been obsessed with dolls and anything like puppet related. Like, so that in itself just had me. 
And then as far as like the music, like there's just this amazing tone to all of the films. And then um, back in the day when I was originally watching these, it was on VHS and they had um, like the behind the scenes things with the puppeteers and the effects artists, which looking back on it, like I watched all these videos and then even as a 21 year old female moving here, I still had no idea that that was a job. I don't know how that like disconnected. I guess I thought that like they were the directors. I never like put it in as a job, but as far as the series go and story-wise, like they start off as like the bad guys and then they become the good guys. And then we go back into like, you know, Nazi Germany. And then you figure out like all of these like backstories that are obviously, you know, created to kind of, go along with something obviously Hitler wasn't really you know in a puppet doll that's but mm-hmm. it's the fact that it like touches on all of that like as a kid I was like wow this is crazy and it made me like really interested in like learning more about history and like wait what happened like who are these evil bad guys over here like these guys are the scum of the fucking earth you know like what did they do oh god and there's just something like authentic when people pull from that kind of like Indiana Jones does the same thing um, and like those bad guys, they just feel like even nastier bad guys because they're actual evil people like that that existed. And so it's just so utterly disgusting that you're like, oh, it's a different kind of gross. And so like watching them battle these evil bad guys kind of gives a little bit of justice to the world, I think. <laughs> well, what is it about the puppets? Because I always because uh, um, I think I always collected action figures as a kid. So anytime a movie had, you know, puppets or, or evil toys of some kind is always really appealing to me. Um, I mean, there, I, I feel like um, with Blade particularly, like he reminds me of Judge Doom from Roger Rabbit. Like there's just these, yeah. these small things that like you take and it's like, wow, like I have a friend that had that haircut and you have that haircut. So now I want to be your friend. Like as a human, we have these like weird memories ingrained in us that make us like immediately like something or immediately like be scared of something. But with the puppets, like you didn't know if they were going to be a good puppet or a bad puppet because they're both. And then they both flip and they're out to get the bad people. And then you find out the bad people was the good people. There's just so much to it. It's a never ending saga of a story <laughs> with the exactly. amazing little puppets. <laughs> yeah. What is it about Pinhead? I like him too. Cause he's kind of the big strong guy, but he's got the little head. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a, a lame reason to like him, but that's why I like him. But the way he moves, like it's really interesting, and like he, you know, they, he they do all the things where sometimes it, when he does yeah. stuff, he has the uh, yeah, yeah, the big hands, <laughs> yeah. great, yeah, to choke you away. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever worked with uh, puppets? I have worked with puppets, not for Puppet Master though. I've yeah. never done a Puppet Master movie, but yeah, I've, oh. I've done puppet stuff. <laughs> what kind of puppets did you work on? Um, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I'm trying to think of what I've done recently. Yeah. Um, for, well, okay, I guess we can start in the beginning. That's probably a little easier. Um, there was a movie called Return of the Killer Shrews. And I was working with a guy named Jeff Farley, amazing effects artist. And he's the one that brought me on. And I helped him um, fabricate the shrew animatronic. And basically, I was like, I want to wear it. I want to do it. And so I have this extremely heavy... Um, animatronic on my shoulders. I'm blind. I can't see. I can't breathe. Oh, I can breathe, but I can't see. I can't hear. Um, there's other people that are opping it. My arms are its arms. So I have like these big gloves on and I'm literally like on the ground, like, rah, rah, you know, being, being the killer shrew. And then um, while I was working at Creature Effects, I did a puppeteer job for a national commercial for Hefty Zoo Pals, where I was Rocky the Rhino, which I was in this like big blue suit thing like moving around and got residuals on that so that was pretty cool that's what got me into sag (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and then when it came time for oh i did i brought shoot what was his name now i'm messing up okay so for arrested development um frank was it franklin franklin job's puppet job had the puppet I think yeah. it's Franklin. I, I watched has, it, but I'm, I'm not sure the name. Yeah. Yeah. He had on um, like a blue Adidas suit. Like it's a little yeah blue Adidas suit. And he was like the drug dealer of the show. But basically we refabricated him at the shop. Um, and then I ended up taking him with me to a Huba Stink video. And so I like puppeteered him like on stage of a Huba Stink video. And it was like, yeah. But they had, um, when I worked there, they also did crank anchors. And so we had a bunch of like crank anchor puppets. And so like randomly someone would call and be like, hey, we need a puppeteer for the day to come just do a random puppet. And so I would get to do stuff like that. And then recently in the last, I think I'll say right close to before I moved here, I did a thing where it was like, um, 
a mannequin that kind of came to life. And then I made this tongue and my hand was like in its tongue. I feel like it's over here. One sec. It's yeah. literally right here. We get a good pay. We can get a good view right now. The, uh, the yeah. kit. So oh, I yeah. made this like crazy tongue thing. That's like an infected <laughs> tongue. And then I pushed it out. <laughs> so then I pushed it out. Oh yeah. So you can see, this is like a little like head thing I made. And she had a wig on, but basically like I pushed this out like this woman. <laughs> and, like, I love both that and Tristan's reaction to this. Yeah, yeah stuff like that. <laughs> a, lo- a lot of that kind of puppeting. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's pretty sp- but, oh, by the way, before I forget, um, uh, when Tristan mentioned the book, uh, what's the name of the book and uh, where can people get it? It is called My Favorite Horror Movie. Um, you can get it on Amazon. You can get it. I have a link through my website, um, which is abreactioneffects.com. You can order it, and that takes you directly to Amazon to order it. Or if you happen to see me at a horror convention, I sell them there with autographs. So, Oh, very cool. More and than one way. Involved. And it's an amazing book. Amazing. And actually, there's two more in the series. So it's a, it's a, a three trilogy nice. series now. So we're like alternating. Nice. Exactly. Uh, Stacy Wilson here in the chat room. Uh, she says, how fun. She wants to see the yeah. video. Uh, Christopher Gordon says, hello. Uh, Myron <laughs> Cotton says, hello. And then a lot of other people who mentioned. Hi, also- everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming and watching us. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Good to have you here. So, uh, I noticed, is that a decapitated unicorn on your, on your arm? Yeah, <laughs> it is. All right. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I have another big one back here crying blood. So I have two unicorn tattoos. <laughs> I like unicorns. Yeah. Well, it's perfect for without your head. The, uh, the, the I like that you say, I, lo- I love unicorns and your tattoo is one with its head cut off. And the other one's crying. Crying blood. It's an evil crying unicorn. Blood. Crying oh, blood. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, it seems like maybe you don't like unicorns. <laughs> no, they're magic. In my yeah, mind, they can never get away crying. that way. Man. I see. I see. I see. Uh, so uh, I don't want to be negative, but you said uh, you were sick as a ch- as a child. How, how are you? Uh, how are you today? Um, I'm great, actually. If anything, I guess this is where I promote uh, medical marijuana and how it works. That technically, I have been in remission since I was 17, and I'm on zero medications, and I've been on zero medications for years. I control it with diet, and I use medical marijuana at nighttime, not at work. That's amazing. Yeah, highly, highly, highly recommend it. <laughs> That's what I think saved me. Uh, happy hunting. I saw that you uh, uh, directed. And yeah. Rose, is that something you would like to continue to do at some point? I absolutely want to direct. Um, when I moved out here and took out that $55,000 loan to go to film school, I wanted to be a director then. And I still want to direct now. Um, however, I wouldn't want to be like a career director. I just want to like correct, you know, direct a couple horror movies. Like it, I don't, like by career director, I mean somebody that just like directs like, you know, thing after thing after thing. And they do like, um, you know, TV shows and where they jump around and they just are, those kind of people are just given a script and they just know how to move the people where for me, I want it to be more of like a passion project where like I write something or I co-write something with somebody. And then it's like my baby for five years and then I direct it. And so like, maybe if, if all goes well, I might direct three movies in my whole career. Like, you know, something like that. But I love makeup effects so much. I can never give it up. I look forward to it so much that that's my passion. <laughs> so when you found out that this was something you could do, you could, you know, do as a career. Uh, and you did you so you had no background in makeup before that? Like you just like, I'm going to try this out. And uh, did you know, like right away, this was something you were good at? No. Uh, no, it, no. If anything, um, so the film school I went to, there was like 50 some kids in my class and I was like one of four girls and we had to basically like act in each other's projects. We had to, everybody had to be a, a crew position. And so since I was a girl, I was like, I'll be hair and makeup. And basically I remember the first time I went to cinema secrets and bought like this, like tiny little bottle of blood. And before that, like I'd only ever like done makeup really for like Halloween and stuff where I'd used like uh, strawberry syrup and uh, chocolate syrup concoction. And, um, yeah, I just, and every little horror thing or everything that I did in film school, that was like my own directing thing was something horror. And so I started like kind of working and playing with a little bit of bloods and like going to a makeup store 
And then um, you, we had to work on like people who are like a couple grades above us, or I guess semester above us on their like senior thesis projects. And so they had hired this guy and he came in with like two buckets of blood and just like, you know, walked in the room with two buckets of blood, literally threw a bucket at somebody, didn't have to clean it up, got paid and walked out. And I was like, that's a fucking job. Like, (laughs) bye guys, I'm out. I'm going to makeup school. And so, yeah, I had no idea what I was in for. And I went to mud and (laughs) learning about prosthetics and stuff and having to have it like glued on my face. I was like, oh, I don't know about this. And so you, you learn that way though. Like anything I'm doing to somebody else I've had done to myself. So basically I can be like, Hey, this is going to suck. This part's going to hurt, but it'll feel better in about an hour. So, I mean, I can speak from experience on that, which is good. But some of the actors, I mean, well, Trista knows she's been through a lot of prosthetics. Like it's a freaking job. Like it's tough. It's hard. It's uncomfortable. Like it's not going to kill you, but it's hard. It's hard. When was the moment like, you know, you knew like, oh, you know, not only is something I want to do, but now this is something you know, that I think I, I am good at and I can do. Oh, I mean, when I was in makeup school, definitely you're kind of like, you know, side eyeing, like looking around at like what everybody else is doing. And we all kind of started at the same time. And there was like two or three of us in the class that. Oh, so one thing they tell you in makeup school, they're like, OK, so everybody look around. Only one of you is going to make it. Everybody else is going to go home. And so it's everybody's like looking around like, oh, I want it to be me. You know, I want to be the one that makes it. And so that's kind of when you start judging everybody else's work and seeing like, how am I better than them? Are they better than me? But like, I would go home every night and practice on my knees because like your knee, pull it up, has like a, a bevel, like a chin or like a, you know, shoulder. Like a, if you work on your knee and practice on your knee, you can do anything. And so like we would learn a bruise. And so I would go home and practice bruise, bruise, bruise all over my knee, all over my knee. And I remember there was this one girl who had like worked at Mac for like five years who was in our class and like her eyeliner was just like amazing. She was like so good at like really great lines. And when it came time for like the bruising and the cuts and stuff, then I was like, oh yeah, like I've got this, like this is my thing. And so, I mean, it's all about practice. Like the more you practice, the better you are, but you have to have an eye for it. Like I can, I can teach somebody technique. And I can teach somebody like safety and how to apply and remove, but I can't teach somebody to like see it correctly. Like they'll be looking at it and I'm like, yeah, that just looks like a blob of color. And they're like, oh no, it looks just like your blob of color. And like, "Mm, no. And then you have to kind of like pick out for it. But I think just watching movie after movie after movie after movie, like I, my eyes were like, oh, that's what it's supposed to look like. That's what's scary. Did I getting in the business change how you watch movies or it seems like you always watch that in in some some degree, like how they made things. Yeah. But I don't think I ever realized like budgets and like how much that made a difference. I mean, the fact that my favorite movies are the puppet master series and not, you know, something that's like multi, multi, multi million dollar horror movies. Basically like I didn't, the story was so good and I was so captivated that my mind didn't notice those things. Where now that I work in film, it's a little harder for me to see past the stuff. film. Yeah. yeah. But if the story is good and the actors are good, like I, I'm in and I can get invested. <laughs> uh, you're up here in the chat. I hope I pronounced your name right. Uh, who, are your, who are your makeup artist influences? Oh, Tom Savini and all the guys at KMB, hands down. Tom you Savini. Plug, you can watch our Tom Savini interview a couple weeks ago. Very cool. Uh, Tristy, you have another question? Halloween is upon us. Are you going to dress up this year, Julie? Um, I don't know. There is a chance that I might be doing um, somebody's makeup in LA that's like a really big deal. And so if I end up taking that and then I stay for their party, then I'm definitely going to be dressed up. I have no other choice but to dress up. <laughs> so what will I be? Um, hmm. Probably something that doesn't have a lot of like makeup on my face. Like I've done this character where I basically do like burns all up and down my legs and I wear like a really like high cut dress. And then I go as like the queen of hell, you know, as though like I dance in the fire flames and that one's pretty simple and it's not uncomfortable. So might do something like that. Or I could always go as a bride because I have this amazing wedding dress that I got at a thrift store years ago. And I've just been waiting to like, do like a slash throat and just blood all down it. So that's always a chance. Well, what do you normally, are you normally like uh, working for Halloween or do, or do you do, normally do things for Halloween? 
it depends. Like there's so many years that like, I've just said, like, I'm not working the last week of Halloween. Like this is my Christmas. And there's like all these parties and like all of these things that are going on. But since coronavirus, like the last years, they haven't really like happened and everything's kind of just a little different, but no, like Halloween, it's my Christmas. It's my favorite day of the whole year. What's your favorite <laughs> Halloween candy? My favorite Halloween candy. Yeah. Cool. Um, Probably the little Reese's peanut butter pumpkins, the one that has like a little bit more peanut butter than normal. Troy's a big fan of the yeah, peanut butter. What's your favorite creature or special effect you made for a project? Very hard to pick your favorite of your own. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go out and think about this creature that I made. I don't know like creatures the thing with creatures it's like there it's so much work that goes into it that like it's like did I have fun making it or did I have fun watching it on screen because sometimes making something is not nearly as fun as watching it on screen so I have like different recollection of of what a favorite is all right. Well, what, what what creature would you, if someone asked, like, uh, what what can you do for creatures? What well, what would you show them? Like, this is this, this, here's a good example that you'd be proud of. I feel like my mind is blanking on different creatures. I mean, like, I feel like I've done so many vampires and like so many werewolves that, and so many zombies, and then with creature stuff, it's. It's just different. I don't know. I feel like I get hired a lot by other shops to come in and creature tech. So like um, I worked on Veronica, which is Danzig's movie that came out and I was hired by uh, BGP effects to come in. And with that, we did albino Spider-Man and that was like, like an eight plus hour application. And it's just like creature days are tough. And so like, you like it when the job is done, but (laughs) actually doing it is, it's just tough. It's tough, tough. Uh, what, what are some of your favorite modern horror movies? Uh, the Purge. I love the whole Purge series. I'm like absolutely obsessed with it. I think that they are hands down phenomenal and Anarchy is my favorite. <laughs> Which one's that? Is that the newest one? or no, it's the second one. It's the first time they left the house and went outside. Right. I personally liked them better when they left. The, the first one's kind of like a, a home invasion movie, really. And then uh, I kind of like when they expanded. I did the, I saw the second one first and if anything, like oh, okay. I wasn't that interested in a home invasion movie. And then when I, it was like on cable and I saw, so I saw the purge anarchy and I was like, this is awesome. And I was like, I need to see the first one. And I was like, yeah, the first one's pretty good too. You know, because I liked the second one, but I yeah. probably wouldn't have loved it as much had I seen them in actual order. But I also love the series on USA, both seasons. I thought they were amazing. I, I didn't watch a second season, but the first one, I, I really liked it too. The second season's better than the first one. I'll so to go back I, you got to watch it. Yeah. Uh, Christian Ackerman. Julie did a dead body she was super proud of in the last movie we did. Uh oh. Just one? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, H wants to know what was your biggest uh, effect or biggest creature you ever had to make? I guess size wise. Uh, Well, when I worked for creature effects, we made a lot of horses. A lot oh. of horses. So I did horses for like Lone Ranger um, where I was like doing seaming and patching and then helped out with some of the hair work and stuff. And then like the war horse, um, we revamped it for Steven Spielberg's personal collection. And when it came in, I had to like remove all of the mane and tail and like get out whatever gunk was in that. To this day, I still have no idea what it was. I'm pretty sure it was like Vaseline with some sort of other like petroleum jelly of some craziness because I like, I tried everything to get it out and like nothing would happen. Oh, Oh, one cool thing I got to do. Um, I was working for Rick Lazzarini of the character shop and I got to refabricate the big dog from, um, the Sandlot. Oh, okay. I'm a big fan of the movie, the Sandlot. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to, I had the dog on a hat upstairs, a baseball cap. Yeah. That was a big thing. That was like one of those moments where I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like the child in me is like, wow, you're cool. This is so cool. <laughs> so that was fun. Uh, Kristen says hello, Trista as well. And he says it was the dead body in the pool. 
Do you want me to show them? I have I have something right here. Can I can I pull something up and show that, Christian? Well, probably he's probably it's probably like a few second delay, but we'll we'll wait to make sure you know we don't want to get anyone in trouble. Uh-huh. I'm sure he's going to be all right, but uh, but I, I don't want to speak for the men. I might have something right here beside me. I could just pull up and frame. Be like something like this. You know, I guess we'll, we'll wait here for the. Uh, I, I think you could. <laughs> you can blame me if he says no. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> that looks awesome. I saw this before we went live. I thought it was a chili <laughs> bowl or something. Yeah, that's my buddy. That's awesome. That's my date. We cuddle. That's a nice beard. <laughs> Thank you. That's a rugged beard. I like that. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. I, I love the gore stuff. Like, that's really... I, I jokingly say the, the main reason I got into effects is so I can just throw blood at everybody and not have to clean it up. And it's, it's like being the only person at a water gun fight or being the only person at the water gun fight with a water gun. <laughs> oh, by the way, he says it's okay. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, Christian Ackerman is one of my favorite people in the entire world. Um, I've worked with him so much. He's an amazing producer, amazing director, amazing writer. Like he's one of those above the line people that keeps me smiling with, you know, killing them all. <laughs> uh, Stacy Wilson says, "Yikes!" To the uh, I mean, it's not <laughs> even really a severed head; it's like sliced though. Yeah, Stacy, I'll bring it next to the next movie night. It'll, it'll be my date. <laughs> yeah, Stacy has amazing movie nights at her house. We just watched Halloween Kills last week. Oh, very good, very good. <laughs> what did you think of Halloween Kills? I loved it. But I want to like every movie. I go into everything like wanting to like it. I don't want to rip it apart, except for the new it. That was the only one that like going to that one. I was like, and I still I'm trying to love it, but it's real hard. It's just not Tim Curry. And he did a great job. No, I understand. It's like uh, for me going into the, the remake of Dawn of the Dead, because I love Dawn of the Dead so much. It was like If it wasn't called Dawn of the Dead, I probably would have liked it more. <laughs> totally. Yeah. But you just fall in love with something. And like, to me, like, no matter who it was, if it wasn't Tim Curry, like it wasn't going, it wasn't going to be it. It just wasn't, didn't hit my soft spot. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the kids in it. Um, mm-hmm. Is that your favorite? I guess that's kind of most people's though. The first half when it's about the kids. What do you think the second half? Uh, I like the second half, but it was all about the kids for me. If anything, um, like growing up, it would be like, okay, well, I have to leave in two hours. And I was like, cool, I'm going to watch the first part of this. And then by the time it's over, I can go do what I want. So I've probably seen the first part like 10 times the amount of times that I've seen the second part. But I've seen that movie like in the thousands, like easy in the thousands. Yeah. But I feel the same. The first, uh, I like the second half too, but it is really the kid. Even the book's the same way though. I think of the strongest mm-hmm. part when they're kids. It's the introducing of everything. Mm-hmm. To me, though, that was the, the, the big weakness of, of the new one was they didn't, there was none of the magical, like about your imagination of the kid. Like, yeah, they didn't have the, uh, the, the bicycle. They didn't have the, the, the spray, all the stuff. Yeah, that they, they set themselves up for the second one to kind of fail because yeah, of that. Yeah. The, the point of the, the story was they have to use, they have to get back to being kids and use their imagination to, to beat Pennywise with all like their, their items they had as kids, but that's not even part of the movie. So, yeah. And they just, and why are they in their underwear so much? You know, like that was just like, we didn't need that. that was, we didn't need that. Yeah. Especially, yeah, especially when it's like, you know, uh, like, yeah, kids, you know, <laughs> it is we didn't need that. It didn't add to the story. It just made me a little uncomfortable. Like, right. we didn't need that. like I don't want to get on some kind of list watching this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's, I don't think that's what would put me on the list. It's probably my Google searches of like, <laughs> Fucking dead don't, don't intimidate yourself. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that one that didn't do it for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, how do you feel about remakes in general? I wonder. Um, I like it if it's done right. Like, I feel like it needs to be better. You know, like if you're going to remake something, like let's make it gorier, like crazier. Like, I think either you have to, to do it better or different. Yeah. Well. So the new wrong turn, like that one just should have been a new movie like that. Like, mm-hmm. doesn't even make sense. Like, I was like, this is a cool idea, but it's not wrong turn. 
Mm-hmm. And since I grew up on the border of West Virginia and Ohio, like I have a special place in my heart for like inbred redneck country asshole shit. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah. So that one, I was like excited to see it. And I was like, but, but there's like, not even like these guys aren't, this isn't it <laughs> completely different movie. And yeah, they have, you know, in the original series, what is there like five or six of them? Like at least they all stuck to like the same kind of a thing where I don't know that one. Wasn't, wasn't a big fan. Mm. No, uh, but I, I want to like remakes. Like I want to. Yeah, I'm not anti remake either. It's just uh, <laughs> they're obviously like everybody says. There's so many of them, and sometimes, but there, but if there wasn't for remakes, we wouldn't have you know the thing. And uh, mm-hmm. I like the Blob remake a lot. I probably like oh the, yeah the original Blob and oh there you know the Fly. There's a lot of good ones. And then you know there's a multitude of ones that are just kind of. What was the point of making this? <laughs> but I can say that about just a lot of movies in general. Like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, I love Feast and the Hunt. Those are like two movies that since I started making movies, I was like, wow, these two just have my full attention. Like, this is so like interesting and amazing. And I rewatch those a lot just because it's it's like exciting and it pumps you up and it's slapstick. It's fun. The Feast? Yeah. yeah Feast is great. I, I'm a big, yeah, I like the whole, the whole trilogy. Yeah. yeah, they, they progressively get very bizarre. As, as the movie <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I'm a big yeah. fan of John Gulliger. Yeah, Gulliger's <laughs> the man. Yeah. And Kluger, yeah. Gulliger, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and there's all as those movies go on. There's a lot of monster uh, dawn, which is very. <laughs> oh yeah. But we kind of saw that coming, you know, like with the face fucking in the first one, you know, we were, right. Yeah. I'm going to have a little bit more of that next time. I think John Gulliger, didn't he have like the prosthetic, like monster penis? He had that. Uh... <laughs> of course he did. Yep. Yeah. And Is then that... he had that great sleazy laugh where he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he put Henry Just Rollins awesome. in pink pants. <laughs> you got to love that. Right. That's bonus points. There's a, I probably shouldn't say it in case, but it was a video interview with it was me, Annabelle, and John Gulliger, and and I make out with the piranha from Piranha 3D, and I, we never released it because Annabelle wasn't really into being in the video. The, oh, it was, but it was back in my drinking days, so it was a little strange. But I like John Gulliger, and I like his movies, and the feast. Yeah, of I love them. Yeah. I would like to see an, I would like to see a fourth one at some point. Did you ever see Ghost Ship? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. That intro where they, like, cut everybody in half, like, that's one of my favorite yeah, intros of best all time. Yeah. Yep. It could have just and been that. Yeah. So I watched that on repeat. And then the end, when it, like, goes through it all and it starts, I'm like, yeah. Have it on a loop. Party. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. And then she's up there with the hook. Uh-huh. I could be her for Halloween. There you go. Just walk around with I my like hook. <laughs> that's, yeah. Trinity, you could be her for Halloween. There you go. She'll probably be the kitten here behind you. I'll be what? Oh, her cat? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, did you have another uh, question, Trista? I'm just reading the chat here. Um, do you have any advice for someone who might aspire to a similar career as yours? Yes. Watch all the horror movies you can. Um, really, like, pause on the death scenes. Rewind, pause. Watch it, watch it, watch it. And practice, practice, practice. Um, get yourself a couple of good friends who will, who have some sort of a hobby that will let them sit very still so that you can practice on them. But if you can't practice on them, practice on a sibling, practice on your kid, practice on your next door neighbor, but it's practice, practice, practice. And that's, nobody starts out good. Like every, it just, you have to work on it. And the more you work, the better you'll be. <laughs> uh, vinyl, how, vinyl Hound 83. I'm with you, Julie. Uh, they have to be done well. This is about remakes, and I want to be like them, and I want to like them, sorry. And yes, it's Aaron from Purge, or P-Burge. I'm not sure. Oh, P-Burge. Aaron from P-Burge. Yeah, so Purgesburg, that's like where I'm from. Oh, I see. I see. Hi, yeah, I thought he misspelled Purge, but... Uh, <laughs> we were talking about the Purge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he also agrees that the scene in the ghost ship is the best part. Oh, it's so good. So me and Aaron were in movie club. Like Aaron watched it how many times at my house? He lived one house away from me growing up. <laughs> so he 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 knows the the passion. <laughs> yeah. 
Who's your favorite kid in it? Um, Jonathan Brandis, Bill. I think the the whole loser club's pretty cool though. Yeah. Yeah. And that, but I think, I think Stephen King has some guys. really terrible bullies because there's a there's a theme of really awful bullies. In a lot of <laughs> yeah. Nobody beats uh, Buddy Repperton though. Buddy Repperton's my favorite bully. Who's that in? Is that in Christine? Yeah, like, from Christine. Yeah, he's oh. uh, he's just a consummate bully, you know. It's been so long since I've watched Christine. I want to go back to that. All right. That's one you got to go back for. Yeah. 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 I've never read Christine either. Is it? Is it? I, it's a little different. It's more the, the car being haunted. There's an actual like ghost in the car. It's one of those that he said that um, it sounded goofy when he wrote it. And then it got like spookier as it went on as he started to write it. But, you know, I love the movie. I like uh, the use of the music to portray the. Um, the emotions of the car, which that even sounds goofy, but it totally works in the movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, Vinyl Hound says I was an Eddie Spaghetti guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, coming out of that bathtub, hey, like that was like, woo. <laughs> yeah, Eddie had it pretty bad. I think if I had to pick who like totally got it the worst, it was him, hands down. Yeah. Like it was, yeah, they got him. <laughs> Uh, you mentioned the pandemic earlier. What, so the last year, uh, what was? How did that affect your career, and what, what were you up to? Um, I've actually decided. Okay, so I had a lot of downtime, and in the downtime, I was thinking to myself like, I need to figure out something else other than working in film and TV and music videos and like being on set kind of thing. And so I was trying to think like, what is something that I can come up with that I would enjoy making that I could maybe like have a product and sell. And so I've actually been working on designing my own doll company. And I don't want to go into too much detail, but basically I have a couple different series that I'm just now starting to actually create them practically. I have like all of my materials and stuff like that. And I have a friend back home named Allie Higgins and uh, we've been communicating a lot and she's going to help me kind of bring all this together. She has a background in fashion and we played dolls together from when we were in like preschool until high school. (laughs) That's very exciting. Yeah. (laughs) When that's uh, when there's more about it, you know, let us know. We'd love to uh, mm-hmm. show it on the show here. Yep. But okay. my mom has sent me like a bunch of my Barbies from back in the day and like a bunch of just like random doll stuff. And so I've really been trying to like spend my free time focusing on that and trying to like really get it together. But I did some research and like living dead dolls, they basically started off um, at a convention where somebody, you know, made $20 and took them there. And so I'm essentially creating my own series. That's not really like theirs at all, but it's, you know, still a horror is doll. <laughs> and so hopefully it takes off and that's my claim to fame. <laughs> that's very cool. Like you said, when you're at a horror convention anyway, for about your, uh, mm-hmm. about your movies, you can bring them along with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I love dolls and I love like making small stuff and just being able to like sit on my couch and like, you know, sew something together. Like that's just being like more productive in my downtime. And I can still watch all the movies I want while I get that done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you mentioned Dragula is very inspirational when you're watching it. What, what are some of the other movies or shows that you watch? Is it, not only you just enjoy them, but they inspire you. Are You Afraid of the Dark is probably the number one. I watch Are You Afraid of the Dark every week. Every week for at least five hours, I'm watching Are You Afraid of the Dark. Um, also, Tales from the Crypt. Also, uh, the Goosebumps series. Um, uh, what's the other one? The Haunting Hour by R.L. Stein. Like, I guess I go back to my childhood and like stuff that I watched growing up because it just brings out the child in me, which is where all the fun is. <laughs> uh, Tristan, do you have another question? <laughs> I'm always uh, curious as to what scares horror creators. So do you have any fears or phobias you feel, feel comfortable sharing with us? I don't like real blood. Oh, interesting. That's a, <laughs> uh, they asked that earlier, yeah. Yeah, I put band-aids on bruises and I'm like, people will be like, check out this really crazy gash. And I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, I have to prepare myself for it. And like, even like photos and stuff, like I'm like, okay, I know it's real. Turn off my mind. I'm looking at color and texture. I'm looking at shapes. I'm looking at, you know, pivots and this and that, but I'm not looking at it going out that hurts. And if anything, I think like, because it affects me so much real blood, I'm like, oh, like, I'll, I'll pass out. I'll faint. Um, that that kind of helps me scare other people with my fake blood that I know isn't real. <laughs> Interesting. So I try uh, to scare myself every time. <laughs> yeah. So did you see so that's 
I'm just wondering, like, so when you see blood in a movie, you're just you're totally disassociated with it being real. Like, you just know it. This is a movie, so it doesn't scare you. No, no, no. I get caught up in the movie. Like, I'm one of those people that, like, I'm watching the movie and I'll jump, I'll scream out, ah, you know. Like, if it, if if I can zone out and totally like be in the movie, I'm in the movie. You got me. I'm there. I'm with you for the ride, the whole ride. So can a really bloody movie uh, uh, mess with you? Sometimes I turn my head, and that's why I love pause and rewind. I'm like, okay, that was really good. I got to rewatch this, and now I'm going to pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm that person. <laughs> what would be some of your favorite gore scenes in a movie? Um, well, I mean, the ghost opening, like, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, there's something about, like, oh, the one shot in Rob Zombie, House of a Thousand Corpses, where it's with the sheriff, and he's, like, he's got the gun to the sheriff's head, and then it, like, comes all yeah, the way out of that sound goes away, and they back, yeah. back out. Yeah, I think that's actually the best part, yeah, the best scene. Yeah, there's something. It's, like, that beautifulness of, like, you're waiting, you're waiting, and then it's just, like, oh, it just takes your breath away. Like, that's the kind of the ones I like. So, it's not, I mean, I like the gore, but it has to be, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not as big into jump stare scares as I am for it. Like you actually caring about the character and like losing that, like that to me is really gets you or, Oh, if they kill the dog, oof, I'm crying. I'm in tears. Killing the animal. I'm, I'm done. I mean, I'm going to watch it, but I'm like, Oh, Oh, that guy, he's got to go. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. And I worked on Zombievers, Um and love and, that movie. Yeah. So they throw the dog, you know, that guy's like, fuck this. Like, here's the dog. I was like, what an <laughs> so we got him good yep. yeah have you have you done a lot of makeup with on like not on animals but of animals i have yeah um yeah i actually when i was working at creature creature effects i worked on a show called animal practice and so every day i went to work and i did animal costumes where um basically i would put like an animal in a fat suit or i would put an animal in like a halloween costume or it would be like, like there was the monkey crystal who was on the show. And like, I made a couple little like things for her. And obviously there was a bunch of people that worked at the shop that also were creating stuff, but I was the onset rep. So I was there every day dressing the animals. And that was one of my favorite jobs I've ever had in my life. And when the show got canceled, I cried for like three days. I was completely oh, inconsolable. Man. I was like, this is my favorite job ever. <laughs> I didn't even work with people. I just dress animals all day and I'm never going to have that again. But yeah. <laughs> If anything, that's why I got the bangles. I was like, all right, you guys are going to have to learn to do tricks. I'm going to train you. And then that's, you're going to be the rest of my life. Just taking you all to work. But they didn't agree with that. They're like, no, nah, we'll just stay home and eat cat food. You can work. <laughs> uh, Vinyl Hound says, uh, loves on beavers. And <laughs> wants to know, Julia, what is your favorite bad horror movie? Uh, ones that you watch because, uh, you know, it's fun to be bad. Like it's not, oh, yeah. you know, it's not good, but you enjoy it. Mm. Probably too many. Um, Dr. Giggles. Fucking love Dr. Giggles. <laughs> like, I just love that movie. And I The Ice it. Cream Man. I love those it. two. I would say, I mean, just super campy. 2001 Mania. <laughs> movie where he's like throwing severed heads, you know? Yeah. Set of pies. Glenn <laughs> Howard's pretty awesome in Ice Cream Man. Yeah. Oh, he is. He's perfect. And Dr. Yeah, I Giggles, it. I think that's actually a... It's just a really fun, silly uh, slasher film. The and giant Band-Aid? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that, that always reminded me of kind of a, you know, Tales from the Crypt kind of thing. Yeah, like a feature-length Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, yep. And I love Demon Knight. Bordello of Blood was good, but mm -hmm. I tend to not like the gratuitous nudity. I don't know. It's just not, like, my thing. Like, I understand that, like, the girl's got to get naked and die. But I felt like the bordello of blood was like just all boobs all the time. And yeah, it wasn't as much fun. <laughs> yeah. But Demon Knight was great. <laughs> yeah, the last time, because I didn't go last year, but the year before we, I do a 12 hour, I don't do it. I go to a 12 hour horror movie marathon for Halloween. And they, it was uh, Demon Knight was one of the movies and I hadn't seen it uh, for years. And it was, uh, we were watching 35 millimeter and it was, uh, I always liked it, but it, it was a much better movie than I remember it. Billy Zane. Oh, I like felt. Oh, he's awesome in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's dreamy. In that movie, he's amazing. Yeah. No, he is good. That's good. <laughs> nice. The hands. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, where can people follow you to see what you're up to? Um, I'm on Facebook. It's Julie Hapney, J U L I H A. There's no egg on my Facebook because I go by Julie with an I in real life. Uh, Julie is credited. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I guess through Facebook, I have an Instagram through my company, Ab Reaction Effects, um, but I don't really know how to use Instagram. So <laughs> not so active on it, but hope, hoping to be one day. <laughs> yeah, I have it for the show, um, but I'm not, I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of, it's mostly just like you post pictures. Yeah. Oh, I like a silly interaction this is more fun for me. So <laughs> I'm more of a Facebook guy. For sure. Same. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can find me on Facebook. <laughs> and I'm not on the Twitter. And I'm not on the I like TikTok. that you call it the Twitter though. Yeah, the Twitter. I approve of that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the MySpace still or the Friendster? I probably am still on the MySpace. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how to check it. You know, if anybody knows my password, if they could send it my way, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, I mentioned this before. I, my, uh, the, without your head, MySpace is there, but I try, actually tried to log in, but I couldn't figure out how to navigate the website anymore. Oh, I've tried like probably 10 times in the last like five years because somebody somewhere like wrote like, I've got in my MySpace. And I was like, wait, you can still get into that? Yeah, I was and, curious like if there's people following it. Like I'm in my mind, I'm like, there's, maybe there's someone messaging me on on. Been <laughs> trying to get to you for ten years, Neil. What the hell? Yeah. That's how we used to set up the interviews back in the day. Adam Green and stuff it was all through MySpace. But. Oh, Hatchet! I love Hatchet, man. Adam Green's good. Yeah, one of the first uh, when we first started the show, one of our first guests was Adam Green. Right uh, when Hatchet be right before Hatchet was coming up, and now he's too big to talk to us. No, no, no. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but no, Hatchet's very cool. He's a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So this has been very fun. Well, is it over? We can keep going. <laughs> but I said an hour, so I think it's You're our guest, so you, gotta, you, you tell us when it's you, over. You got to keep it on the show. So <laughs> this will make people want to hear part two when we have you back. Yeah, well, That's true. Definitely come back. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, I got more stuff I want to show. Yeah. Come oh, back. Oh, yeah. Oh, and this was your art. Oh, you said. Yeah. This is for the band Ghost. I'm the creator of the makeup look for this guy, Papa Nail. Oh, very nice. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's the other thing. I remember seeing Ghost at the conventions before they really took off. And then, like, you know, they become really big. Did the, did the, the closing song on Halloween Kills. Yeah. And they got music video of the, or music artist of the year new artists of the year, like two years ago, I think. But super nice guys, man. Oh, Tobias is such a nice guy. Unbelievably kind and just amazing. <laughs> so about support them. Yeah, you said about doing music videos. Uh, are there any, uh, where can people find some of the music videos you've done? Um, I've done music videos. I've done so many music videos. Um, I mean, I've done, I think like eight or nine with Mastodon. Um, I've done like Metallica, uh, Coheed and Cambria, um, The Killers, Green Day, Alice in Chains. Um, there's okay. There's something called IMVDB, which is the International Movie or Music Video Database. IMVDB. It's like IMDb only. IMVDB, and I have like a link on that where you can kind of like see stuff outside of IMDb. But IMDb is definitely the way to catch up and see what I'm doing. But a lot of the music videos go on that, too, because they're considered short films. But, yeah, and I've done quite a few with Ghost. I did the Rats music video. That was a big deal. That was cool. Well <laughs> it's hard not to dance to that song when it comes on. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone here, they're saying uh, they love the interview and they want, they want to hear you come back. Christopher says, awesome interview. AHL, you guys did a great job. Love, Julie. I know her for 30-plus years and still learn a lot about her. So that's amazing. Aww. <laughs> And uh, Vinyl Hound 83 says, bring back, please bring Julie back. Yay. <laughs> I'd love to come back anytime. Uh, excellent. <laughs> and I don't know what the next time is. we're going to do the idea. The one I yes. About. Yeah. I like this. I'm, I'm totally into this. A death cab for cutie. I don't know what that means, but I love death cab for cutie. Yeah. It's another band. Neil. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're good. I'm an old man. I don't know. these. <laughs> I'm older than you. I'm nine years older. Than you. No, I'm not cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so my the, the last man I know of is like uh, like Smashing Pumpkins or something. I love Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, full with butterfly wings. Yeah, my favorite song is Muzzled. But that whole the whole that's my favorite album though. Uh, Melancholy and Infinite Sadness. That's a good one. Yes. Yeah, I right. got to hang out with Billy Corgan when I was on tour oh, with Manson. He came to the Chicago show. He was a nice oh, guy. Oh, very nice. Oh, yeah. Very cool. 
He's a big <laughs> wrestling guy too. He runs NWA wrestling. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I think he owns it. Yeah. Think, yeah. yeah oh, really wow. weird. I'm a big wrestling guy too. So it's cool that mm-hmm. the uh, music guy that like uh, runs a wrestling company. It's very bizarre that he does. <laughs> oh, I have something that's coming out on Netflix in a couple of months called okay. uh, Guardians of Justice. Oh, that's right. Oh, I, I, has, you told me about this to bring it up. Yeah. Dyson Dallas Page is in that. We have a wrestler in that. So oh, very nice. He's really good. Yeah, so everybody watch that. It should be awesome. Yeah, and you, you showed me all the, the artwork. Like you actually uh, came up with a lot of the looks of the characters. I did. If anything, once it's released, have me back and let's we'll talk all about it. Yeah, that sounds very fun. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, DDP is very cool. He's been on the show many times, and uh, DDP yoga. Can, yeah, uh, that's for him. No. Taught me how to do the diamond. <laughs> there you go, the diamond cutter. <laughs> Feel the bang. <laughs> all right. Well, we will talk to you soon. This has been great. Yay, thank you so much for yeah, having me. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Julie. Yay. Bye. And thanks, Krista, for... Uh, Krista, inter- good seeing you yeah. again. Good to see you. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I'll see Krista soon. I'll bring the blood. Excellent. I love that. <laughs> and thanks, everyone, for watching. It was a really packed uh, chat room tonight. Awesome. Yay. All right. Good night, everybody. Bye. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Alright, Neil, I'll see you tomorrow then. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to uh, end the. <laughs> <laughs> There's no escape. Like it. <laughs> <laughs>